Yo, what's good? It's your boy Mafioso. Welcome to the Hive Hustle Podcast, where we dive into the great world of street culture. Um, this is episode seven now. It's official now. The Hive Hustle Podcast about to sit you down. Go and fix your crown. This ain't a grain of salt. Pick your brain and thoughts, even through a major loss. Still remain a boss. I'm here with a good friend. Um, a mentor of mine, if I could say. Hello. Um, Christina, Lady Mafioso, 44, Lim. How are hey. you doing? I'm good. You good? I'm good, yeah. Okay. okay. Well, we going to go in. All right. Um, as you know, um, I do this podcast because street culture is definitely um, really like shaped my life so i wanted to bring you on here because let me get set this is like too much right now okay all right we good i wanted to bring you on here because you mean a lot to me um you've helped me tremendously in my life and people need to hear your story um you really inspire me tremendously so first things first how did you discover Crump and what made you want to be a part of it? That was really simple. Uh, I first went to a studio. I always really like, actually, I can, can just rewind back. I think I was growing up, when I was growing up, I kind of was exposed to dance a little bit. I grew up in Hong Kong until I was 15. Okay. And... I think I've been exposed to dance like through movies and stuff, you know. What was the first movie you seen? Oh, it was breaking. Really? <laughs> yeah, it was like with with dance in it. Or see, I don't think I went. That's to, a, that's the first movie I seen too. Yeah, so. I don't think I watched Flashdance. I didn't. I knew I didn't of it, you know, because this girls saw Flashdance. But um, I don't think I watched that until like they were out on videos. But I think that was the movie. Breaking was a movie that I saw in the theater. Okay. I don't know if I watched that there or after I came to the States. And uh, I remember seeing it and I was like, yeah, they're so cool. Mm -hmm. I so wanted it to be one of the dudes because, you know, the girl was kind of like, I don't know, just didn't <laughs> inspire me too much in that movie. But she was cool. I mean, you know, but I watched it. But I just <laughs> honestly didn't think that was anything that I could do. Okay. You know, I just. You didn't like, think it at that time? No. Now, how was, old were you when you seen breaking it's gotta be in my teens i don't know okay so somewhere between 15 to 18 and so was it when you moved to the states already or did you was it before it's somewhere around there so like right yeah. before okay yeah i can't remember exactly so basically you were introduced to street culture somewhat shape or form through breaking yeah through hollywood okay i know that's not real that, street, that, no it, but, that's it's perfect it was cool. Je like jesse sykes he he was introduced to it by walking into an event you know so ultimately we all get introduced to it different ways yeah um so street culture then, and then how, like, throughout, obviously, 15 years old, you were an adult. What what happened? How did Crump come into your life? Crump didn't come into my life until much later. So I think first kind of street dance culture I got introduced to would be is funk. Yeah. I think in my early 30s, before I got married, 
I kind of got introduced to popping and a little bit of locking. Okay. Uh, just through. Did some... you do it or did you just watch it? No, I was I was actually starting to learn some hip hop dance. I was um, I got into a group called Community Street Jam. Okay. And they were just kind of like a community group. <laughs> this woman, actually, she is like a big reason why it makes me, it made me think that maybe I could do something because mm -hmm. she was 10 years ahead of me. And she so. started dancing when she was young, when like MC Hammer and all that. So she started that group and she was teaching hip hop choreography. Okay. And so I was like, maybe I can learn this, you know? So I, so I learned a little bit of that. And, um, but through that, I kind of got to know, um, just other things. And this other teacher that was teaching choreography too, but it was popping and, and locking okay. style. So I learned a little bit of that and I watch him teach some people on the side or practice on the side, um, how to freestyle. Mm-hmm. And again, I was like learning choreo. I was like, this is good enough. I was like, oh, yeah. those are like those talented people. Yeah. Uh, I think at the time it was like, uh, yeah, those uh, Nicodemus was there. Okay. Um, so were you always one. in San Jose? Mostly in, in that area. So, well, San, um, yeah, San Jose, kind of in that Bay Area, okay. South Bay Area. South so Bay. you've been there since you moved to the states yeah pretty much okay so i i just kind of stopped basically doing that after i got married okay. after i got married i thought oh yeah i settled down because i was like you know we had like little shows and stuff mm -hmm. and i was out a lot and yeah. you know you just first got married and the husband was like your your direction changed i did yeah, yeah. and that's that's right for that to happen you mm -hmm. know mm -hmm. like i know when i got married my dancing slowed down you know, you got to build that relationship. It takes time, effort. Yeah. Now, so you've always been in the Bay. You were involved in funk dancing for a little bit. Just, through popping, yeah. through like learning choreography. Yeah. And then that was in your late 30s. And then you found Crump when? Early 30s. Early 30s. Then yeah. you found Crump when? 44. When I was so 13 years after I got married for about 13 years. Didn't have kids. Okay. And I was thinking like, oh, yeah, it'll be really cool to learn dance again and found out there was like a studio near me that just opened. Okay. So I went to learn popping because I really want to learn popping. Yeah. I, I was starting to get some private lessons from a teacher that I knew before. Mm -hmm. And then when I found a studio, so I started learning and then they had a grand opening because I found them when they have a soft opening. Mm -hmm. When they have a grand opening, they had like a, you know, tryout classes. And there's this guy, Aftershock. He's the guy who started uh, K408 for Crump 408. Okay. He started the Crump um, <coughs> movement, and it was, yeah, so he was giving a free class. And I just walked into the class. I didn't know what to expect. Um, I think the owner of the studio said, Christina, go go take that class. You'll like it. And I was like, oh, okay. And uh, I walked in and just learned some foundations and felt pretty good. But what got me was when he turned on the music. Really? Yeah, he like, all right, let's dance to some music. And he like, you know, do his thing. And I was like... I literally just go, I've, where have you been all my life kind of feeling. Wow. Okay. Yes. yes it was the, the music. Yes, it was. It was. I, I've never, I've never heard that. So <laughs> that's, like, that's really cool. Yeah. I've always heard people see it and they get 
inspired to do it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's a total opposite. That's dope. In the heart of artistic innovation and urban vibrancy, Swarm Culture stands as a dynamic and captivating brand that serves as both a sanctuary and a launching pad for crump dancing, roller skating, hip-hop, and street culture. Through curated events, workshops, performances, and collaborations, Swarm Brand strives to empower individuals from all walks of life, celebrating diversity and inspiring unity through the shared language of art. Visit us today at swarmeverything.com. That was, yeah, and I didn't even know about Rise and all that yet. Really? The teacher. So when I got into it, Aftershock said, oh, you got to check out all this other stuff and send me a video and told me to look up stuff on YouTube, look up tight eyes, you know, that's yeah, a standard everything. Yeah, thing. Yeah, everybody does that. Yeah, yeah, standard. Check out Rise. And I was like, I've, and I watched that and I was like. Oh, this is different. That exists, you know, like, I'm like, how do I sort of kind of try to do something like that? Wow. Okay. So your name is 44, obviously. Yes. Okay. Is, I I know a lot about you, but the viewers that are watching probably don't. Yeah. Where, why 44 Mm -hmm. and what's the representation of it? Oh, yeah. There's so much in that. So when I started learning, after Shaw kind of said, yeah, you know, people who are really serious about crumb usually will have a crumb name. They'll okay. figure it out. And I'm like, well, am I wait, supposed to wait for other people to pick it? And they said, no, no, figure it out. So, you know, there was a girl in the class at the time. She was helping me. We were just kind of brainstorming over text and trying to figure it out. And I don't know, 44 was how old I was, mm-hmm. right? And so that was my age. And I kind of wanted to use that to represent me because, you know, I always kind of like the kind of conflicting view. Cause, mm-hmm. You know, I, I was feeling too old for that. Yeah. And then at the same time, I kind of thought, well, you know, it is really who I am. Just mm-hmm. me being brave. This is like the beginning of me really trying to do some freestyling, um, trying to step into something that I didn't think I could do. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, and then I think the Roman numerals look kind of like yeah. the cross, and then and then I'm Christian, so it kind of meant something to me. Plus, 44 sounded like ammo, you know? I was going to say the same I thing. I was like, well, this song kind of, you know? Yeah. Cool. So <laughs> I thought, that would, I thought that, would, that would fly, you know? Okay. And nobody else had the name at the time. Because that was the thing. I was yeah. told, like, you, you, you want to look that up? Yeah, yeah. Be, yeah. And I wasn't about to battle for existence because I just started. You know? I was like, no. You pick a name and you got to battle somebody. Right so that away. was, yeah, that's how it came about. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so that's great. Like, honestly, like, to know that your name obviously has to do with your life shows that obviously you had intention when you first started. That's always big. There's so many people that just get into stuff just to get into it. Um, but you started with an intention, and that's always really good. Now, obviously, when you came into the scene, you were a lot older than everybody. Um, on top of you being a lot older than everybody, there wasn't really a scene in your city that was already cultivated. So you were kind of like on an island, so to speak, and a couple people that you were kind of like really like with. Did you travel to learn more about Crump or did you just keep in your city for a while? Yeah, so there was there was a movement for us. So when, when Aftershock started it, 
I think it got kind of big. Okay. It got pretty big, actually. Really? Yeah, but then it kind of slowed down. I think because he was leading it, and he was, I think, I don't know, I think he got a full-time job or something, so it slowed down. Yeah. And uh, so by the time I was doing it, he was busy. There were a few. So I just want to get the record straight because there there was like a movement. Oh, there was a movement And I think, yeah, there was a movement sound set because he started it. And uh, part of NorCal was um, helping him too, you know, in in the SAC area. They've kind of gotten to know him. I didn't know them very well. Okay. Um, So there was a little bit of a movement. Mm -hmm. So was there like a weekly session? Was there like just him teaching? No, it was more like I would bug him and then he would try to put his session together (laughs) to be like in somebody's backyard. Hey, I'm not going to lie. As a leader, that's really good to have. Yeah. Because having people bug you and be like, hey, I want to dance. Like, yeah, that's great. He was really, (laughs) he was really trying to pull things together for me. And um, so that helped. And he encouraged me. He just said, you know, well, he's like, just just go and check these out. And okay. first I went to Sacramento because <laughs> that was the closest thing I could go to yeah. that had some crump. And I remember going to an event. And um, that was also the first time I think I saw tight eyes there. He was judging. Okay. Um, and then... And then I think after I went to a few more of those people have been supportive. Um, and then I, I think I, and I think it's your show. The arc, right? arc, yes, that was like 2015. I think it may be 2015. Yeah. yeah. And and I just decided to come. And I remember I you hit me up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You and I got connected because of the the NorCal event. Yep. Now it's all coming back to yep. me. Yes. And so when that was the first time I met you. Yeah, like on Because you were like, hey, I want you to come. And I was like, hold on, what? At the time, my ex-wife was like, this random lady wants to buy you, a, buy, like, help us get there? What are you talking about? Oh, that's right, because I saw a post. Yes. You were saying, hey, you know what? Something just fell through yeah. or something, and you needed some arrangements. And so you I was like, yeah, yeah. That was the first time. And then the next time, it was you coming to Vegas for the yes. art. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, and I talked my husband into driving me. He drove you to the ARC? Yeah, he drove me to oh, Vegas wow. the first time. San Jose to Vegas. Yeah. That's like eight, right? Yeah, not not ever doing it again with, with the husband. It was way too hard. I mean, that's a long drive. Yeah. So after the arc, did it just say seal it for you? Well, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I was just, I, I kept seeking it, you know? And I think... I think that was the first arc I went to. I think Cube. Yeah, was it was the first arc. And he won, he that, won the EBS yeah. qualifier. Oh my gosh! And I thought he was so awesome. I was like, dude, mm-hmm. whoa, he was awesome. And I don't know. I just was meeting a lot of people, and yeah, that was kind of like, wow, this this is pretty big. And you know, if people were friendly, you know, definitely. I was just kind of learning. Yeah. yeah, I'm not gonna lie. It was it was crazy to see you when you like were at the arc because you, I remember seeing you and you were like so like happy about it and so excited about Crump. It it made me excited about it. Does that make sense? Like you you really don't understand like what you do just loving the culture. A lot of people yeah. worry about the politics. They worry about what the he said she said, and then you run into people like, hey, just, I just want to dance. Like, I just want to have a good time. And that's when you really get inspired. And you lit that into a lot of people. I'll tell you that. Oh, that's nice. Um, yeah, I was too new to know about Apollo's. Literally. <laughs> and that's the greatest part. And then yeah. when we get involved and things yeah. happen. and I was a fangirl for so many things. Like, everybody I met, I'm like, 
can I have a selfie? You know, that I was the, so, those I were the so days. Many, I had so many selfies. Just go, can I take a picture with you? And people were nice, you know. Yeah, yeah, that that was good. Okay, yeah. now being that you are now nine years, almost a decade in, because obviously you have some experience. Um, what would you? What advice would you give somebody that is around the age of like late forties, wants to get involved in something like this? I would say just tap in, you know, um, talk to people, find some people and just, you know, go check it out. Just go check it out. And I don't know, just I, I, I think for me, it was it was the age and I was always heavy set too. I wasn't really in shape mm -hmm. and I'm still not really in shape, but, you know, um, but to just tap in and just, I don't know, keep going if you really like it. I have a weird theory. I feel like Crump. If you've been around and you really tap in for about three years and you still want to do it, you're in. You're in. Yeah. Yeah. Because but you got to really tap in, though. Mm -hmm. Like, you really just kind of have to go to the cities or at least check out L.A. and understand what's going on. And and then if you really still like it after three years. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you have to put both feet in. So many people are one foot in, one foot out. Like, they'll yeah. learn the style in a class, but they ain't going to the 818. Yeah, you don't, know, yeah. Like, just, if you go into LA and you hit the eight one eight, and you actually like are sitting there sessioning at eleven p eleven p.m. twelve a.m. Yeah, with all of them, you'll see it's a, it's a, it's a really great culture. Yeah, and you don't even have to jump in, right? Because at the beginning, I was just, I did a whole lot of watching the first yeah. few years. Yeah, I was oh, yeah. scared. I, I remember. I mean, I'm not. I'm just gonna admit it. I was just scared a lot because there was just a lot of talks, and there were a lot of d different things that I really just didn't understand. I didn't. I'm not one. There are people that are bold that will just jump in and and they're not afraid. I'm not one of them. I I I, I am afraid a lot of times. I'm like I don't want to offend anyone. And, yeah. And so I did a whole lot of watching, and that's mm -hmm. cool too. You know. Yeah. At Swarm Branding, we're not just a digital marketing agency. We're your key to online success. Let's take a closer look at the services that can transform your brand. Graphic design, web design, search engine optimization, print media, social media services, and content marketing services. Swarm Branding is your full-service digital marketing powerhouse committed to making your brand a digital sensation. Don't wait. Visit us today at swarmeverything.com. You built, you built a lot of relationships, too, because I feel like that's that's where the conversations is where it happens. Like, you learn a lot. Mm -hmm. That's why a lot of people you'll see, they talk more in their classes than they actually, like, they get to dancing, but there's a lot of nuggets in listening to a teacher or listening to a student, you know? So, now, are there any specific crump dancers or people, like, in crump or even dance in general that you would consider like your mentor or somebody that really influenced you while you got into the culture? Well, I'm in, well, definitely my fam. Yeah. Right. So obviously you know, we know I'm your big homie. You're Bullethead's my big homie. Your big homie but, yeah. Uh, you know, of course I was always looking at the creators, you know, at the beginning, it's just kind of like, Oh my gosh, you yeah. know, they're all so cool. Um, I, I don't know when I watched Daisy dance, mm -hmm. you know, at at Man. Arc. That's that's where I met her Man. too, and now she's a friend. She's a good friend. I love her, but um, I don't know. She I, she I, always has like a crazy like energy to me, yeah. and I she's so hard to like figure out. 
because when I'm in person with her, I'm like, hey, what's up, Daisy? And then she's like, what's up? I'm like, <laughs> well, okay. Hi. Like, <laughs> she's, but she's um, an amazing person. Yes, and every time I've ever been around her, she's yeah. dope. Yeah. She's just, I don't know. I just like that how she's just, she's calm. But when she's when she in it, gets, man. I don't know. She's just like transform, you know? It's yeah. like, whoa. I, I really love that. And generally, right now, I don't know if it is any single dancer, but I love what the women are doing. Mm -hmm. And it's weird because at the beginning, <coughs> I didn't really think about the women very much. I was just trying to, like, not suck. So I'm just focused on myself. See, that's that's also one, one message I like to get out there. It's like, hey, if, you know, because there's so much about Crump that I hear, like, hey, you know, just, just go in and, you know, you just have to, like, Get, get out there, yeah. And get out there and just, I'm like... Sometimes you can't do that. Uh, no, and, yeah. and that's kind of cool, too. It just takes me longer, but I kind of got somewhere. Slowly. Well, I feel like, I feel like, with that said, like, it takes you longer. The tortoise won the race. Yeah, tortoise is still going. You get Win winning saying? or not, I'm winning still going. Not, they're going, like, you know? <laughs> like, one step at a time, 1% yeah. better. Like, yeah. there's that, I feel like that's the best way to do it, to be honest. And for somebody of 44, you know, 50 years old, I feel like that's probably the most smartest way, if we yeah. want to be honest, unless if they're in amazing shape. Yeah. But regardless of that, yeah. so you would say, obviously, me, Bullethead, Daisy, those would be like people that inspired you? Oh, yeah, totally. The, the creators, obviously. Todd I'm a relationship person. Yeah, me too. You know, so it's like, yeah, there are a lot of dope dancers out there, but it's always the relationship once I get mm -hmm. to know a person. You um, get more inspired. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh. That's why I listen to a lot of my friends' music instead of listening to, like, random music. Mm -hmm. Because if I don't know your story, like, it, it don't hit as hard. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, when we listen to Ron B, like, I listen to Ron B so much because I know his story. And everything he's talking about, I'm like, oh, that's when that happened. Oh, crap. Yeah. Oh, crap. He just yeah. said that. Like, I yeah. can understand. That's yeah. why even when I was, like, heavy in the Christian hip-hop, like, I would listen to, like, people that I knew and or that I had access to because yeah. I can know their story. Yeah. And, you know, Ron V, too. He's tight as hell. Yeah, because when I was starting in your fam, he was helping out a lot. It was encouraging. Man, he, he was, still helps out a lot. and still encourages. He just, you know, he gave me a lot of love. And, and that's what it's needed, you know. It's like when somebody just is not looking at my dance skills, it's just giving me the love. Mm -hmm. And it was like, all right, you know. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, now, last question. Okay. What's next? So, I don't know. Keep going. <laughs> you got anything I, coming up? I just do one step at a time. Usually, I, I try not to look too far. Um... Yeah, right now I'm kind of in the season where I'm just going, okay, what's the next thing mm -hmm. I can do? I like to get a battle in now, finally. Just oh, try she's to battling at the I'm corner session at the end no, of the year, y'all. I'm just putting it out there. No, anyways, <laughs> uh, I like to. Um, no, she's going to. Okay, all right. <laughs> I have connections. Psycho, if you're watching this. <laughs> Uh, hey, I did approach them though. I know you did. Yes, um, but and I'll and I'll, I'll seal the deal. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, no, just kind of doing things that I keep going to the next step. Where <laughs> something that I'm kind of going. Yeah, I didn't think I could do that. Mm -hmm. Whatever that 
and then and then it feels kind of like eh, but i i kind of think it's cool usually it means i should get to the next thing mm. and and after that i don't i don't know i don't i don't think about it that far okay i honestly don't day by day huh yeah okay. i mean you know if i'm still crumping that's that's good enough that's good enough hey yeah i love this hey okay yeah. well hey i appreciate you Thank you very much for allowing me to interview you. Thank you. It's for great this. to always have a conversation with you. Yes. Um, if you want to follow her, C L I M Carlson on Instagram. Um, yes. And thank you for tuning in, man. This is episode seven of the Hive Hustle podcast. I'm your boy Mafioso. This is forty four. We okay. appreciate y'all. Like, subscribe, and do all that. All right. Thank you. It's official now. The Hive Hustle podcast about to sit you down. Go and fix your crown. This ain't a grain of salt. Pick your brain and thoughts, even through a major loss. Still remain a boss.